0: The Secret World Chronicle, a podcast novel series by Mercedes Lackey and Steve Libby. Presenting Book Two, The Hunt, Red, White, and Blues, Part One, written by Steve Libby, read by Veronica Jaguer. Stranded travelers and airport personnel alike stared at the only three figures marching out of Gate 29 of Atlantis-Hartsfield-Jackson Airport. The shortest of the trio, a statuesque woman with raven hair and tight red clothes bearing Russian iconography, and the Cyrillic letter CCCP, nevertheless stood at over six feet tall. She surveyed the chaos of the closed airport with a haughty air, having just flown in on a Russian military transport. The two older men behind her wore crisp black business suits that failed to conceal their remarkable physiques. One man's sharp fox-like features resembled the woman. The other loomed over both of them, with shoulders that would be the envy of professional wrestlers everywhere. All three stared at the conglomeration of knick-knack shops, franchise coffee stands, and overpriced fast food counters with faint looks of disgust. An airport official flanked by security guards bustled up to them, waving papers. The woman shouldered her overnight bag and spat out her words. "'We are here on state business. You will direct us to Echo Representative for Transporting.'" The official, already exhausted from dealing with thousands of furious ale-travelers who no longer regarded the danger of being shot out of the sky by Nazi war machines or the demolished tarmacs as a reasonable excuse for flight cancellations, sighed with resignation he repeated the phrase that had been etched into his brain i'm sorry ma'am we have no information at this time what nonsense is being at this red savior glared at him do we look like tourists to you fetch the echo liaison at once liaison uh um there's no echo folks here the campus isn't far, but it's not open to the public right now. Red Savior turned to her father, who stood by with a condescending smile, as if he were watching her learn to ride a bike. Papa, she said in Russian, this Cretin knows nothing and says less. Shouldn't we have an escort? Our hosts may be distracted. Remember they too have lost comrades, Wolfink. She scowled at him. Whether or not the Americans could understand their Russian, the childhood nickname wasn't appropriate in public. She was hardly a little girl. "'Then we will have him call and remind them that we have guests,' she said. But her father touched her elbow to interrupt her. "'Excuse us, my friend,' he said with a sweet smile to the official. "'We have been confined in an airplane for too long, and I am sure a taxi would suffice.' the man's entire body sank into relief. Right this way, sir. Nikolai Shostakovich winked at his daughter, who puffed out her cheeks at him. The American taxi was of astounding size, an entire minivan, typical of American excess. Natalia offered workers' champion the front seat, which made the cabbie smile nervously. The big hero folded himself into the seat with a grunt luggage stowed the driver pulled away from the curb onto a strangely empty street where to folks echo headquarters red savior said nikolai leaned forward by way of i-285 please the cabbie shook his head no can do the entire highway is closed except to rescue teams he shuddered you wouldn't want to go there anyways it's one long grave right now. I I don't know if I can stand to use it again when they reopen it. Besides, he added with relief, it's not on the way. I have seen enough of bodies, Red Savior said with a pointed look at her father. The car trip took twice as long as it would have in ordinary circumstances. Police stopped the taxi twice and held it up several more times to allow tanks or bulldozers to pass. Worker's Champion spotted a lone metahuman flying overhead on Black Raven wings and asked the driver who it was. "'Uh, Corby,' the man said. I've seen him twice since the disaster, like this is his patrol or something.' "'Patrol? Is that necessary?' Red Savior asked. "'City's gone crazy. The most of Echo dead or injured, even worse for cops. National Guard has the city under lockdown, but Atlanta's a big place. The murder rate's gone through the roof, and you still see looters. The cabby nodded at the glove compartment. You can bet on packing. You aren't moving away, she said. No, no. Packing. Packing heat. He paused. A gun? Ah! Red Savior reached past his arm, opened the compartment, and pulled out the pistol, eliciting a yelp from the cabby. She looked it over with a practiced eye. Nine millimeter Glock. You must be good shot to use toy gun. Natya, her father said. I am just being helpful. She returned to the glove compartment. Needs cleaning and oiling, she told the driver. The cab reached a police line marked off with yellow tape. Beyond the tape, a dozen gutted shipbacks lined the entrance to the Echo Campus. Red Savior knew at once what had burst their sides. End of the line, the cabbie said. Can't go further. He unloaded their bags for them, accepted the tip, and waved to them in farewell. Welcome to Atlanta, he shouted out the window as he rolled away. Nikolai waved back. "'Southern Hospitality,' he told his dour companions. But Red Savior paid no attention to the departing cabbie. Her attention was riveted on the devastation before her. The Echo Campus looked as though a bombing squad had made several passes overhead. Two buildings remained standing. Three more had been sheared in half or leveled entirely. The smell of smoke and dust hung in the air. Black gashes violated the lush green lawn— which was dotted with temporary trailers such as those she would see on construction sites, which, she presumed, this mess would soon become. Makeshift memorials of flowers, photos, and white crosses lined the driveway. A police officer in full combat regalia approached them, M-16 at the ready. Move along, please. We are expected, Red Savior said we are delegation from super sobriety sovetsky revolution the man gave her a blank look cccp from russia he shook his head slowly first time i've heard of it you'll have to come back later no visitors allowed indignation welled up in her but her father stepped between her and the officer alex tesla asked us to consult on a case would you notify him that we are here at least? He can reschedule our meeting if he wishes. The officer muttered into his radio, glancing from Red Savior to Nikolai and back again. His frown deepened. This is ridiculous, Red Savior said to her father in Russian. Southern hospitality indeed. They treated us like we invaded them. Be patient for once. Bah! She fished out her sole pack of proletarsky cigarettes and lit one. No wonder that the Nazis took so many lives here. These Americans can't even bother to get off the couch. Hmm. I think I will do the talking. Her father said. Papa. Hush, child, try to smile for our hosts. Red Saviour looked to Workers' Champion for support. But he only nodded in agreement with Nikolai. Fine. Horrusha. I am on display like Madkin. When the officer's gaze fell on her again, she showed all her teeth in a smile. The man visibly winced and turned his back on her. Lenin's beard, Worker's Champion said. We should have left her in Moscow. Nikolai chuckled. "'Believe it or not, she has improved immensely. "'That's enough, Natya. "'Red Savior glared at them both "'and puffed on her cigarette with newfound vigor. "'The officer flicked off his comm unit and approached them. "'That's a negative on the appointment. "'If there was a record of it—' "'He waved at the massive pile of rubble. "'It's buried under that. "'Your best bet is to haul the public line tomorrow and request—' With an exasperated snort, Red Savior threw her cigarette on the ground and pushed the officer aside. She stomped down the driveway towards the trailers, head held high. The man regained his bearings and raised his weapon to her head, advancing embarking orders. Without looking back, Red Savior grasped the gun barrel and shattered it with a flash of blue energy. "'Where is Alex Tesla?' She bellowed into the air. Worker's Champion restrained Nikolai by the arm. Niet. Let her learn. You coddle her too much. Nikolai resisted the iron grip for a moment before shrugging in defeat. You have obviously never raised a child, Borietz. The disarmed officer shouted into his radio. Police, Echo Mock Ops, and Metahumans converged on Red Savior who imperiously strode across the grass with folded arms, calling Tesla's name. The police and SWAT commandos leveled their rifles at her amidst cries of, Stand down! Within moments, forty armed or super-powered personnel swarmed her. Red Savior pretended to ignore them, forcing the circle to move along with her towards the trailers. Alex Tesla? Is that you in the riot helmet? Yet? Then why haven't you fetched him, Dolt? Two burly Samoan men in a Mach 2 uniform blocked her way. "'Easy there, sister. "'No one wants to get hurt here,' said the smaller of the two. "'Ah! You are being Alex Testa.' "'The Samoan shook his head. "'Mach "'Echo Mach 2. "'Then get out of my way, Mr. 2. "'I have an appointment.' "'She resumed walking.' "'Stop right there,' Red Savior locked eyes with him. "'Do not touch me, tovarich, unless you wish to lose hand.' With a grin, he reached for her shoulder. To an expert practitioner of systema, this was an open invitation for a takedown. In an instant, she had seized his hand and redirected him into the ground, yanking his arm back and placing her boot heel at his neck. Dozens of rifles aimed at her throat." Grass and turf surged up onto the second Samoan's form, doubling his size. He loomed over her with fists the size of air conditioners. Easy. Easy, everyone. His eyes watered from the pain. Red Savior surveyed the assembly disdainfully. Very impressive, you Echo boys. Now, which one of you is man enough to inform Tesla that one single little devushka has come for tea? The crowd muttered amongst themselves. Motu opened and closed his fists. At last, one of the security guards made a call. A lone figure appeared at the door of the centermost trailer and approached the mob. Guns ready, the operatives parted for him. Alex Tesla, with the solemn dignity of an exhausted leader, looked Red Savior over curiously. At last, he asked, Can I help you? That is why we are here. To help you. She released Matai, who flopped onto the grass. He picked himself up at once, trying to appear casual. Red Savior offered a hand. Red Savior, Commissar of CCCP, Russian Federation. You sent for us. Tesla hesitated a moment before taking her hand. ''Alex Tesla, Commissar of Echo, USA. I'm sure I have no idea what you're talking about.'' He gestured for his people to lower their weapons. ''I spent twenty hours cramped in military transport plane with no smoking allowed. Please get idea quickly.'' ''Excuse me, Mr. Tesla. My daughter lacks manners.'' Nikolai stepped into the circle with a telegram. Nikolai Shostakovich, this man is workers' champion. What she means to say is that we received this message from you, and we came at once. With a flourish, Nikolai presented the telegram. Tesla scanned it. I didn't write this. Then perhaps your secretary, niet? We've all had a trying time these last few days. Such a small detail could easily be lost. "'Worker's Champion spoke, his voice a commanding rumble. "'This is not a matter to discuss in front of underlings. "'Dismiss your people.' "'Tesla bit back a reply. "'Very well. "'Back to work, folks. "'The situation is under control.' "'The crowd dispersed. "'Massaging his arm, Mai tai shot Red Savior a sour look as he left.' Tesla led the Russians into his trailer, where papers, maps, photographs, telephones, radios, and rifles covered the surfaces. He offered them metal folding chairs, which groaned under their weight. Sorry for the reception. We're a little jumpy right now. We did not mean to cause a commotion, Nikolai said, silencing his daughter with a touch on her arm. We are still reeling from our own tragedy. I heard. You have my condolences. And you have ours. Let us not, how do you say, uh, get off on the wrong foot. Red Savior rolled her eyes. Da, da, I apologize for pushiness, Mr. Tesla. Nazis are still being gone loose, and I have sense of urgency to get back to Russia and find them, and, instead of sitting playing for an entire day. Nikolai and workers' champion exchanged looks. So now you can tell us about dead fascista. Uh, Where is being his body? Tesla met her gaze with his own shadowed eyes. The silence stretched out into the strain hinted of secrets concealed. Ma'am? He said at last. I'm afraid I can't produce it for you. Then why are we here? She snapped. I told you I don't know. Tesla picked up the telegram again. I'm getting an idea, though. The writer of this telegram is an associate of mine. Horosho! Send for him. Tesla frowned, dragging the tips of his mustache down. He's... indisposed. Indisposed? I do not know this word. He ran into a squad of fool troopers doing the attack... "'Luckily he'll pull through. He's a tough... Tool "'Red Savior nearly jumped out of her seat. "'She turned to her father, a light in her eyes, and spoke in rapid-fire Russian. "'Papa! That's where I recognize the commander's insignia! "'Your scrapbooks from the Great Patriotic War! "'There was a man with the Tool emblem on his uniform. "'A dagger wreathed in ivy against a swastika.' "'Nikolai paused, thinking. "'I do recall that picture.' It was Boreatz that ran into the Tooth Society, however. A pack of mystics. Madmen, workers' champion said. They believe the Germans originated on another planet, orbiting the star of the Baron, I think. He noticed Tesla's look of confusion and repeated the discussion in English. In the Great Patriotic War, I broke up a ring of Nazi magicians who believed they could summon angels to strike the Russian people down and turn the tide at Stalingrad. It was our good fortune that there are no such things as angels, particularly ones who would aid fascists. He inclined his head in respect. I am impressed, Mr. Tesla, that you are familiar with the Thule Society. Hitler officially dissolved them before the Nazi party took over. "'Echo's memory of World War II runs deep,' Tesla said. "'You recall that my father founded Echo in Atlanta at the urging of Yankee Doodle and Dixie Bell?' "'Duh. Duh. I remember Yankee Doodle,' Workers' Champion said. "'And I remember Dixie Belle, quite well,' Nikolai winked at his daughter. "'However, I regret to say that Yankee Doodle and I did not get along.' ''Do not remind me,'' Workers' Champion said. ''Let me assure you that impetuousness runs in the Shostakovich blood.'' ''Bah!'' Red Savior and her father said in unison. ''It was of no consequence. Your founding heroes fought bravely at our side, Mr. Tesla. It saddens me that they passed away before I came to their country to visit, although this tragedy would have broken their hearts.'' "'They would have been right in the thick of it. "'Indeed, if they had to choke the fascistas with their crutches.' "'Worker's Champion smiled. "'Our countries have had a tempestuous relationship during my overlong life. "'Yet, in these modern times of unity, "'I would think that your organization and mine could work together against this threat. "'Cooperation makes us stronger, does it not, Natalia?' Ah, of course. Just what I was going to say. She speaks for all of us, Worker's Champion said with a straight face. Commissar Shostakovich is the official representative of the CCCP. I am but a functionary, and Nikolai Miri consults now and again when his ladies will let him out of the house. Red Savior should be the point of contact between Echo and CCCP. "'A splendid idea,' Nikolai said. "'Well, we can use all the help we can get.' "'Tesla spread his hands. "'You can see what we've been reduced to. "'It's pretty clear the Thule Society targeted Echo facilities throughout the country and Europe, "'aside from the Red Square incident and a handful of others. "'They knew our radio frequencies and jammed them exclusively. "'No attempt was made to hold ground or steal our assets.' The attack was a surgical strike. A blitzkrieg, Red Savior said. Exactly, which begs the question, what next? Why preemptively attack metahuman law enforcement if not in order to open the way for a larger force? What next, or where next? Nikolai said. Metahuman reinforcements can move in quickly in a crisis. The goal may have been to weaken all outposts equally— "'Every link in the chain becomes a weak link. "'Thus the Moscow attack,' Tesla said. "'Unless that was merely revenge for handing them their heads in the Great Patriotic War.' "'Worker's Champion stroked his chin. "'It is an obvious motive.' "'Tesla raised a finger. "'Only if they're German.' "'They were swastikas. They spoke German. How can they not be German?' Anger passed over Red Savior's face. "'And Germany itself suffered no attack. It's obvious connection.' But they're tripping over themselves to offer aid to affected regions. The government issued a strong denial and an apology for even being associated with the fools 60 years ago. Tesla shook his head. "'Whether the fools are a renegade military force or World War II holdouts with a serious blacksmith, I don't think they have any genuine connection to the German government.' No government could hide that kind of a force for so long. In fact, the very fact that they left the Berlin Echo facility alone suggests that they're trying to make Germany a red herring. Or it could be a ploy by the Germans to confuse us while they prepare another strike, rumbled workers' champion. The war ended sixty years ago, Boreatz. The world has moved on. Someday you'll too. Nikolai returned the elderly hero's icy glare. Alliances have shifted. Would you have been welcomed in America in 1967? Hardly. They would have treated you like a stray fighter jet, and rightly so. Now, here we are, sitting in Atlanta with our new friend, discussing our shared campaign against a common enemy. If you keep finding hidden motives where they do not exist, you will miss the true motives. Worker's Champion's expression froze. His jaw muscles worked under his skin. Red Savior tensed for an explosion of rage. Her father had a way of getting under people's skin, for good or ill. Yet the brawny old man merely crossed his arms and looked away with a pout. Natalia relaxed. Worker's Champion had the capacity for ruthlessness if he did not get his way. In the context of an FSO council room, it carried all the shadowy power of the Russian government with its various shades of authoritarianism. In Alex Tesla's trailer, however, it came across as petulance. She flushed with shame that she had been acting the same way out of frustration and exhaustion. Her father and Boryets had been trying to maneuver her back towards behaving like a leader instead of a spoiled princess. I must regain lost ground with Tesla. She decided. You are, of course, correct. The world is a complex place today. Bald faced aggression by First World Government is unlikely. However, we must deal with the immediate problem at hand. Comrade Tesla, please tell us what CCCP can do to help you. Tesla suppressed a grin. Thank you, Commissar. I'm sure you saw how much our city has suffered at the hands of the thuls Their attack was designed to reap as much chaos as possible in a short amount of time. "'Let me propose something,' her father said quickly. "'We traveled directly from the airport to your facility. My daughter has a keen eye for civil emergencies, thanks to her years with our militia. May we impose upon you to provide her a tour of the affected areas, so that she might formulate a better sense of the damage you've sustained?' Red Savior nodded in agreement until she realized what her father had asked. Papa, should we not? Of course, an excellent idea. One hour in Atlanta will tell you more than I could in a week. I'll make the call at once. Tesla brought out a cell phone and spoke quickly. Natalia gave her father a quizzical look. He smiled in response, a smile she remembered from when he and her mother were still married, "'and wanted to discuss their daughter's future without her presence. "'We still have much to discuss,' "'Worker's Champion rumbled. "'And so we shall,' Nikolai said. "'When Natalia returns, she can brief us on her findings. "'And then,' "'and he paused long enough for her heart to sink. "'We can brief her.' "'Old men!' Red Savior grumbled, puffing smoke like a factory. Every decision on planet is made by old men. Why not just demote me and end farce? After being sent away like a child, the sound of her own anger gave her some relief. Take her on a tour of the damage meant find her a playmate while we solve the problem. Granted, her reputation for a quick temper preceded her, but this was her father and Uncle Boryat's. "'not the cringing bureaucrats of the FSO. "'If anyone understood her position, it should be those two. "'Had she crossed the line one too many times? "'Was she nothing more than a liability?' "'Echo personnel bustled past her as she leaned against Tesla's trailer. "'Aside from furtive glances—news traveled fast— "'no one paid attention to her, which was just as she wished it. "'Her dark mood eliminated any desire for human interaction.' Either she would sleep or find the best bottle of vodka Atlanta could offer for a night of contemplation. With a slow, deliberate twisting of her boot heel, she ground her first cigarette into the dirt and lit another. Those things will kill you, a woman's voice chirped at her side. Red Savior glanced up to see a slender, blue-skinned young woman in Echo Damage Control officer attire. Curiosity gave the girl's delicate features a warm cast that belied the icy color of her skin. Not fast enough for my enemies, Red Savior said, inhaling the nicotine-laden smoke. Echo damage control, da? Let me guess. You are ice pack girl. Belladonna blue. That was being my second guess. Red Savior returned to surveying the dark echo campus. The girl shifted her weight from foot to foot. Tesla told me to accompany you on a tour. I'm also new to town. I am not new to town. I am merely visitor. As soon as they... We are finished with consultation, we return to Russia where we belong. Oh. Belladonna Blue scratched her head. I heard about the ruckus you caused today. What is ruckus? Commotion. Incident. Da. Incident is my middle name. It is? Red Savior snorted out a cloud of acrid smoke, but still did not face the girl. Niet. Is Nikolevna Ah. Belladonna cleared her throat. Well, Здравствуйте, Commissar krasnys Welcome to America. Что? <laughs> Red Savior turned to look at the girl again. Sorry, my pronunciation is off. It was actually being quite good. Where did you learn Russian? The blue girl spread her hands. My folks are scientists. Politics can't get in the way of a good debate about particle accelerators, so I met a few Soviets as a girl. Is that so? After a pause, Red Savior offered a hand. Natalia Nikolaevna Shostakovich, Commissar of CCCP. Belladon Parker, but everybody calls me Belladonna. Everyone calls me Commissar red savior said with a hint of a smile. Tell me, Belladonna, what have you done to deserve Thorga duty? Nothing. Like I said, I'm fresh off the boat from Las Vegas. I think she's our guide. Belladonna pointed with her chin at a blonde woman in a standard-issue Echo Mach 1 outfit, stepping gingerly around piles of rubble. Inside the trailer, "'Tesla and Workers' Champion cut deals and traded information, "'while Red Savior was to be escorted around the city "'like a foreign dignitary's daughter, which she essentially was. "'The indignity of the slight grated on her, "'but she clamped down on her fury. "'She was a member of the team, "'so her ego must not get in the way of their task.' "'Red Savior forced a smile. "'The petite woman who stopped before them stooped slightly, "'as if hiding from enemies in the shadows.' Cropped, blonde hair dangled over her forehead. The collar of her Echo uniform was drawn tight around her neck, and black gloves covered her hands. Her bright blue eyes never rested on one spot for long. You have business with us? Red Savior asked with an arched eyebrow. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Victoria Victrix Vicky V. She extended a hand. Echo Mach, too. The two women introduced themselves to her. Red Savior remembered to smile. Naj Russian. Hungarian. The young woman paused. With ties to the old country. The American South is not being what I expected. Oh, This is Atlanta, not the South. An hour out and you'll see the difference. Vicky V took a deep breath but found no words to follow it. An awkward silence settled over the women. Belladonna broke it with a thoughtful nod. I know, it's bad. Were you on the campus when it happened? No, it's not that. She shook her head. Never mind. You ladies ready for a whirlwind tour of our fair city? I have no choice. Please to lead on. Red Savior tugged at her tunic impatiently. Vicky V led the trio to an echo sedan. The gull winged doors lifted out of the chassis as they approached. Fancy, Red Savior said, such decadence is unbecoming in law enforcement. Nevertheless. She folded her tall frame into the front seat without difficulty. Belladonna patted the extended doors as she climbed into the back seat. Better for car chases. Vicky V pulled her seatbelt tight and pressed the ignition button. The car emitted a quiet hum. The sound of gravel crunching drowned out the electric motors they rolled into the street. First time in a broadcast power car? Belladonna asked. Duh. Just like amusement park ride. These babies can do zero to sixty in five seconds. They top out at one hundred eighty miles per hour. Red Savior mentally converted the figure to kilometers and whistled. Quite acceptable for police work. She tapped the glass of the windshield. Bulletproof? And armored. We're riding in the smallest, quietest tank on the planet. I am being impressed. Vicky managed a shy grin. Unfortunately, the rest of our trip won't be so impressive. Atlanta's a mess right now. As if to illustrate the point, she maneuvered the car around a crater in the road, roped off with yellow police tape and orange cones. I haven't seen much yet, Belladonna said. They'd settled me into an apartment first thing, Folks are spooked around here. Who can blame them? The Nazis made a beeline for Echo HQ. Red Savior found the control pad for the window and lowered it before lighting another cigarette. Is true that Echo has giant statue who fended off Nazi force? It is, Vicky said. But I didn't see him. They drove him back to Stone Mountain before I before I reactivated. They him back. They sat him on a massive flatbed truck used for moving cranes. Actually, two trucks. The first one's suspension gave out halfway through Tucker. She grinned at the Russian heroine. It's not easy being a hundred feet tall. We could have used a giant in Moscow. An awkward silence settled over the car. At last, Belladonna spoke. Casualties? Most of my team. Red Savior puffed on her cigarette. Hundreds of civilians. That's awful. What is awful is being forced to stay in America while bureaucrats replace my CCCP with an army of blundering idiots in metal monkey suits. And I should be in field, commanding search teams. Oh, but look here, just being Waffle House. Again, Horosha. The car passed a brightly lit Waffle House, ubiquitous in Atlanta. A vinyl sign hung under the iconic yellow-tiled sign, still open for business. Belladonna's blue face darkened. I know what you mean. I should be in Las Vegas, building up our team and protecting our assets. Why, Tesla thinks now is time for niceties is beyond my understanding. Our united purpose is clear. Search and destroy. What is need for secretive discussions?" Red Savior and Belladonna watched the city pass in silence, mulling over their resentments. Dicky drove north on side streets into downtown Atlanta, where sodium lights flickered on in anticipation of dusk. Storefronts stood dark. Some had been boarded up. The usual tourist foot traffic had disappeared, leaving only the homeless and the sinister. "'It's weird to see it so quiet,' Vicky said with an odd hint of relief. "'See? Hard Rock Cafe. Planet Hollywood. Tourist traps.' "'I know of Hard Rock. This giant one in Moscow on Old Arbat Road.' "'You've been there?' "'Was thrown through window by giant robot. I think I crushed guitar with Dean Reed.' I did not stay long enough to find out." Red Savior sniffed. I do not welcome such capitalist decadence in my country. Old Albert was once beautiful historic district. Now it's magnet for credit cards and spoiled youth. But your people have embraced capitalism, Belladonna said. Democracy, free markets, freedom of the press. Don't you think these are improvements over the old communist authoritarian state? Red Savior gave her a cold look. I am authoritarian, Sestra. My father fought to uphold power at the state, and I carry on his legacy. Oh I see. You are surprised You are surprised. She indicated the hammer and sickle badge on her uniform. I do not wear this because capitalist outfits is being get cleaners. Law and order require a strong state. Without strict controls there is no incentive for capitalists to curb their greed. In America we vote. You can vote for puppet president, not for plutocrats who are tugging at his strings. Power in this country hides in dark backroom filled with cigar smoke and deal making. And in Soviet Russia, decisions were made by democratically elected officials? Spare me, please. I may be a lefty, but I'm not naive. How does a Russian make their voice heard in the government? By getting job with government, like me. I serve the proletariat. And are you serving them right now? Or just being trundled around Atlanta by flunkies while Tesla and your people decide your fate? Red Savior opened and shut her mouth. Belladonna moved in for the kill. Our leaders may make a lot of noise about patriotic nonsense, but they know the American people won't let them cross the line. If any politician infringes on our rights and gets caught, there's hell to pay. We fired presidents for that crap. When's the last time Russia impeached a corrupt politician without using tanks? 1905? After a pregnant pause, Red Savior grated out. You are having a lot of nerve to speak to me so. Nerve is one thing I never run short of. Ladies, please, Vicky said. Can we find a less divisive topic, or should I just drop you off at the gym for a few rounds in the ring? The woman in red and the woman in blue locked eyes over the seat back, jaws clenched, brows furrowed. At last Belladonna looked away with a frown. She's the guest here, I suppose. Do whatever she wants. Da, I am guest. Get me out of this consumer playground and take me to where Proletariat lives. We will see how well American Dream is playing out in Big City. That would be South Atlanta, Vicky said. It was rough before the Nazis plowed through it on the way to Echo HQ. Now it's a total mess. Echo sent several teams over to quell riots and looting. It's perfect. Step on gas, or whatever car uses. You have been listening to the Secret World Chronicle, Red, White, and Blues, Part 1, by Steve Libby, read by Veronica Jagger. Visit our website, www.secretworldchronicle.com to hear book one, Invasion, Metahuman Tales from World War II, and Steve Libby's new book, The Bloodbaths. The website also contains author interviews, character backgrounds, and artwork. Surf over today for the full Secret World experience.